welcome to Crossview Radio, weekly podcast for Wayne County. I'm John Marino, pastor of Crossview Church in Orville. We exist to glorify God by exalting Christ and magnifying the gospel for the joy of all nations. Well, we are on the fourth part in a series on undoing your public education. And so far, uh, I've discussed three false assumptions that are either taught directly or indirectly in the public school system. And we've seen uh, these three so far. Uh, False assumption number one is that knowledge is neutral. False assumption number two is that our problem is ignorance. And number three was life is an accident. And I want to add a fourth one to the mix today, and that one is simply this. False assumption number four is this, have an open mind. This one is particularly burdensome to me because so many Christians have embraced this as a positive thing. I was having a conversation with a pastor friend of mine several years ago, and he said when it came to the social justice stuff that I needed to have an open mind. And I think that uh, I am at the point where if someone tells me to have an open mind, I just want to vomit because that ought to be the furthest thing from our minds. Uh, We never want to live in a place of open-mindedness. The first thing to understand is that the appeal to have an open mind is a ploy used by people with closed minds to get you to open your mind just long enough to close it in the same way that they have closed theirs. Most of the time I hear someone say you should have an open mind, it is an appeal made for someone to move to the left, never to the right. In fact, I don't think I have ever heard anyone try to move a person to the right using that statement, although I'm sure that it has happened somewhere. But their position, I would say, is disingenuous. Let's say that the issue is the LGBT movement, and so someone comes up to you and says, hey, you need to be open-minded on this issue. The reason that they are being disingenuous is because they are not being open-minded on this issue. They are being closed-minded. They firmly believe you are wrong and will not permit you to persuade them away from that. It's not that some people are uh, open-minded and then other people are running around who are closed-minded. Everybody is closed-minded. The closed-minded people on the left are trying to get the closed-minded people on the right to come and join them in their closed-mindedness on the left. And the path to that brand of closed-mindedness must walk through a temporary season of open-mindedness. The online Cambridge Dictionary defines open-mindedness as the quality of being willing to consider ideas and opinions that are new or different from your own. Why is it then that open-mindedness is only permitted to travel in one direction? It is ironic, then, that, at least in my experience, the most closed-minded people are the ones who are asking you to be open-minded. You're asking me to be open-minded. Are you willing to do the same? Are you willing to consider ideas and opinions different from your own? You're asking me to consider that I might be wrong. Are you willing to consider that you might be wrong? If not, then you're merely being disingenuous. You're simply saying, hey, for the sake of this conversation today, would you be willing to let your guard down for a little while? I won't let my guard down, but you should let yours down. You see, you're both closed-minded. It's just that you're closed-minded in different ways. Chesterton, of course, has a number of quotes that you may have heard of before in this regard. He said, the point of having an open mind, like having an open mouth, is to close it on something solid. 
He also said merely having an open mind is nothing. The object of opening the mind as of closing or as, as of opening the mouth is to shut it again on something solid. He also said, do not be so open-minded that your brains fall out. Then he says, an open mind is really a mark of foolishness, like an open mouth. Mouths and minds were made to shut. They were made to open only in order to shut. And then finally, he says, the object of opening the mind as of opening the mouth is to shut it again on something solid. Otherwise, it is more akin to a sewer, taking in all things equally. The Hebrew word for the simple or the foolish or the naive means open-mindedness. Psalm 19 and verse 7 is just one example. It says this, The law of the Lord is perfect, reviving the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. And that word simple is our word that means open-mindedness. It's a Hebrew word that shows up 18 times in the Old Testament. The ESV usually translates it as simple, but it can also be translated as foolish, ignorance, naive, simple-minded, or untrained. The word also means, of course, open-minded. One lexicon even defines this word this way, a silly person, one easily persuaded and enticed. In other words, an open-minded person will just believe anything without any sort of critical thinking. They'll hear an argument that may, on the surface, sound persuasive, and they'll just fall for it, hook, line, and sinker without any further investigation. Our minds are supposed to be more disciplined than that. John MacArthur says this. He says, the Hebrew word translated simple in this verse comes from a root that describes an open door. The Old Testament saints viewed a simple-minded person as having an open door in the intellect. Did you ever hear somebody say, I'm open-minded? An Old Testament Jew would say, close it. In their way of thinking, a simpleton was someone who was literally open-minded, unable to keep anything in or out. The same Hebrew term is often used uh, in the Proverbs to identify the naive person, the undiscerning, non-discriminating, inexperienced, and uninformed fool. Of course, the irony of all of this is the reality that the modern socialist education system in the public school actually creates greater conformity of thought and greater closed-mindedness than an open than open-mindedness. Instead of viewing other ideas as stretching or as an opportunity to test our own beliefs, the modern socialist education system implements things like trigger warnings or classrooms with coloring books and crayons so students can be protected from beliefs they disagree with. That does not sound very open-minded to me. And for all of the flack that the fundamentalist movement got in the 70s, 80s, and 90s for sheltering and isolating their children from the world, it sure looks like modern liberalism has resorted to that very same strategy. Keep your kids in a bubble so they will be ill-equipped to interact with anyone who doesn't think like them. Ironically, it is Christianity that creates better thinkers where socialist education teaches conformity of thought. In one of my social justice podcasts, I said something that I want to repeat here today. When someone tells you to be open-minded, he's usually telling you to think more like him, which is the very thing he's unwilling to do, to think more like you. He's thus unprepared to live life by his own rules, demanding from you the very thing he is unwilling to give in return. James has something to say about this kind of person. Note James 1 in verse 8 says this, he is a double-minded man, unstable in all of his ways. 
We are called to reject instability, not to embrace it. Therefore, we cannot be open-minded. Open-mindedness is a temporary stop, not a permanent lifestyle. Do I want the unbeliever to be, quote-unquote, open-minded about Christianity? Yeah, absolutely. But I don't want them to stay there. I want them to close their mind on the truth of God's word. Going in the other direction, then, I don't want people to be open-minded when it comes to slavery, to murder, to adultery, to assault, to kidnapping, or to human trafficking. Thus, we need to lead people to the truth of Scripture in order to help us to close our minds on the right things, on truth. As Psalm 19 in verse 7 says, The law of the Lord is perfect, reviving the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the open-minded. Thanks for listening to Crossview Radio. I'm John Marino, pastor of Crossview Church in Orville. We meet Sundays at 10 a.m. To find out more about Crossview Church, visit us online at crossvieworville.com.